Hi, this is Monica. And hey, hey, this is Melody. And And welcome to the Invisible Women Podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Hello, IW listeners. We are celebrating Mother's Day weekend. What would the world be like without our beautiful mothers, our beautiful mother figures? We need mothers in the world. Well, what would the world be like without women in general, right? Right. Because even though you don't have... Who runs the world? Who runs the world? (laughs) (laughs) You might not have a birth child, but you're still a woman. So happy Mother's Day to you. And this is a special Mother's Day for us because this is a happy heavenly Mother's Day to our mother who passed away two years ago. So stay tuned as we get ready to talk about all things uh, Mother's Day. Welcome, welcome listeners. Yes, today is all about the mothers. Ah, happy Mother's Day, Melody. How do you feel? You're a mother to an eight-year-old. Thank you, thank you. Um, I feel good. I mean, I'm very blessed to be able mm-hmm. to have um bear a beautiful young daughter that is growing and just watch her um you know just bloom right in front of my eyes i think definitely being the gift of being a mother is a blessing i don't take that very lightly um because to be able to be a vessel a vessel to put forth a human Mm -hmm. it's a tough job it's Mm -hmm. a tough job um whether you are a single mother or you are co-parenting or if you have a a partner in your life where you're in the same home it's still a lot for the mom because i will honestly tell you children naturally gravitate towards mom if there's usually the mom and the dad in the home and even for the boys and girls that are daddy's girls and daddy's sons right there's something about that mother mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> that they look for you for that guidance and just they everybody feels like mom can fix it all right yeah um but it's it, you know it's such a rewarding job you know but if i can be honest it can be a tire a tireless role as well because you know in these day and age the role of mom is not just keeping forth the home front you know we're out here trying to be boss women right we're trying to be entrepreneurs and right up the career ladder and all those things so it can be heavy sometimes but like i said it's a little bittersweet because Mm -hmm. i also um but before we get into that when you were younger did you dream of being a mother you know how you have some people (laughs) And they say that ever since they were a little girl, they've always wanted Mm. to become a mother. So did you ever feel that way as a young, I mean, you're the middle child, so you had a younger sister. Um, Did you ever feel that way? Interesting. Mm -hmm. I would say in between. It was never, um, so like you said, I'm the middle child. I think I naturally kind of created my own world, but you were, me and you, what, five, six years apart? So. When you were born, you were like my baby doll, seriously. <laughs> so I really thought like I was your mama. And we all knew that. And everybody <laughs> and will let you know um, that you were not. <laughs> that's why I would say get them legs warmed up because I thought I could just, you know, you was my baby doll, my, my in-person baby doll. And Don't so forget you dropped me when I was a baby. I did. And I remember when mom brought you home from the hospital and you were like crying. And I thought I was going to be cute like a little grown lady. And I tried to like tickle you on your nose and you I scratched, scratched you. you. Oh my God. <laughs> And when I scratched you, you know, it took a little bit of the skin, skin up. And it's so sensitive. I, I can't remember. I probably did get 
tapped on the legs. Like, don't you do that to, you know, because it seemed like, okay, is this the child that's, you know, being a little envious of the new baby? Because I was the baby at the time, but it wasn't. I was just trying to be wrong. Yeah. Like, okay. You were trying to tickle, tickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, boop, boop. And you do that to the baby's nose. I was like, boop. And I scratched and you. Scraped you. The skin and oh, off. my God. I mean, I, t- I ran off and hid, and I was so sorry. I was like, I thought I, I wasn't trying to do anything bad. You know, I just love my little sister, and I thought she was just my baby. How and cute. so, um, but I've always kind of been like that, even with the cousins. So I would say naturally mm-hmm. I have a nurturing spirit. And I think people probably assumed I would have a, you know, the old lady in the shoe house with a tons of kids. Oh, well. But no, I just, you know, I guess it's natural for me to care. I always mm-hmm. want to kind of be that problem solver. So that's Aww. natural for me. But I did, but I knew I always wanted to have a very successful career. I okay. knew I wanted to travel. Okay. And I knew that um, I wanted to have, I would probably say <laughs> financial freedom. So I don't know if having a house full of kids would allow that. Yeah. So Especially having in California. a kid at an early age was never um, something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. As you know, I waited a little later in age. A little How later late? In when did you have your... When, when... I had, my, I had uh, my first child, uh, I probably was in my mid-30s. Okay, that's Which I would say, <laughs> depending on who you're talking to, right? Okay. Because... But I also think it's the demographics, right? It is. Because if you go, you know, maybe down south or Midwest, yeah, yeah. you know, they start their... Um, childbearing a lot earlier, earlier right? Um, and then when you come out this way, you know we're working. We're we're just trying to make the mortgage and the rent. Yeah. That's a little bit more and difficult, so, right? You know, I, my mom. You know, our mother was uh, a teen mom, but she later mm-hmm. married our father, and mm-hmm. then they went on to have two additional children. Um, and so, you know, I seen her. You know juggle you know yeah. she was a career woman she was an entrepreneur she was the amazing mom and just mm-hmm. did it all but it, I, it seemed like it was a lot and I was like okay I think I'll wait a little and she always encouraged that too she's like experience life you, you know life mm-hmm. is a little bit different for you in these days and I want to encourage you to live your best life right you know, experience things travel the world do your career if you want to switch career you know whatever it is you want to do give yourself time and so people thought it was odd because I was eight years until my marriage already before I had it but it was no, all planned not. like I didn't want to have a, a kid the first year the second I'm like let's just enjoy yeah you got life. A still to enjoy each we other still young mm-hmm. in our mid late 20s and so you know just immediately becoming a mother was a mother but to be honest with you I was also a little fearful of becoming a mom and Why? I said and I remember having a conversation with mom telling her because you know the question after about a couple years people like are you gonna have children and I was like I really don't know and I was mm-hmm. really in between about did I really want to be a mother because I'm like the world is crazy yeah it's I was like scared I was like I don't want to bring this human in this crazy world what if but God goes but wrong? God will I protect mean, what if I like f them up like I don't want to yeah. be responsible for you know it's like I feel like I wanted to bring forth a child where they don't have to deal with healing like you know Mm. going through so much and Mm. being so I had to pray on that for a long time to be like God make sure that I'm in a position but that I can have a child with a healthy happy hope not to say that I wasn't but you know when you know better you do better Mm. right break Mm. some generational curses and so I wanted to be ready for that but I wouldn't change it for the world you know I am divorced now so I'm a single mother but I co-parent well with my daughter's father. And I'm thankful for that. And I have an amazing, amazing village. So I would say for all moms, it definitely takes a village for sure yeah. to be able to do what you do. And I'm so appreciative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thank you for all of the 
the gems that I was able to collect from my mother when she was here because she was the best of the best. Yeah. I remember crying to her even when I came home from the hospital, like, I don't know if I can do what you do. And she's like, no, you're going to be exactly who you are. And you're going to be amazing. And yeah. So um, she set a good path forward. So, you know, it's bittersweet. I wish my mother was here with me today. No, I'm not going to cry this morning, but... Yes. So okay. on a day when you're celebrating yourself, but you're also missing your own mom, it's almost like, you know, like you said, what do you want to do? It's like, I want to celebrate, but I also just want to kind of keep it calm. Right. Yeah. yeah and, and I think that's great. I think um, to your point about healing, I think if you go back biblically, you know, I think that's a part of life. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. You're always going to have an area to heal in because that's, that's the way that you're going to seek Christ, right? Because yeah. if you feel that you're perfect, Patty. You might not feel the need to seek a higher being. So I think that that's just the cycle of life healing from something, you know. Um, but I'm going to speak for the yeah. women that do not yeah, have children. Nice so you talked about it. You said that, you know, you do I want, want to have kids. I like do. I and I hope that God blesses. Game. Yeah. I hope that God blesses me to have a child. But you know, just I love kids. You and you I love. An mom, so. <laughs> I love kids. Whenever there's kids around with my niece, you know, <laughs> even if it's just her and I, we have so much fun. And oh yeah, she she her auntie slash sister, BFF slash second mom. Yes, like, <laughs> and I'm all that to her. And so you know, I get that from my mom. My mom loves mm -hmm. children. I just I have a very childlike um, energy um, at certain periods, so I'm able to kind of. Um, get with children on that level and right. so it's just fun so I do enjoy kids but you know like you um, I didn't want to have kids early on because of my lifestyle there were things that I wanted to do and things that I wanted to accomplish and I did that um, and so yeah I mean I'm ready I'm ready to um, see what I can create yeah. <laughs> and even if I cannot have kids naturally I wouldn't be opposed to adopting okay. because there are a lot of children out there that don't have homes that's true um yep yeah yep. with that too because yeah. I know Chloe especially when she was younger mm -hmm. um, you know she would ask me well when I have uh, you know are you gonna have another baby and I was like uh I don't know about that but I've always said, even um, before getting married and before having my first child, that I would be open to adopting as well. I think there's a lot of, you know, great kids in the world that just have been in unfortunate situations. Mm -hmm. And I'll be open to that. I think, you know, God has blessed me in so many ways that, you know, I feel like, you know, I shower my daughter with a lot, with love, and just she's able to have a, an amazing life. And if I can give that to another child, even though they didn't come from my womb, um, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know age wise, you know, she's growing and I'm I'm kind of in, <laughs> involved in a lot of things. So I would have liked to have done that maybe when she was a little bit younger. But, but never say never. You never, never, never know what may happen. There might be a kid that just it maybe may a family member can't right. take care of their child anymore and they might just ask you. So you never you never know what life has in store. And that's the thing that we always have to keep in the back of our minds right. that even though we might want something at a certain time, you feel like, oh, I'm you know, 30 something, I should have had a kid by now. Well, maybe it wasn't your time. Maybe you had to That's do right. some healing personally before you That's can true. deal with a little human being because they're fragile. Even um, with my niece, I watch her and it was so funny. One day I was talking to you and mm -hmm. I did the air quotes mm -hmm. and she stopped me in my tracks and she was like, TT, what is this? And she put her two <laughs> fingers up doing the air quotes. Oh, and, I was, know it all, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's air quotes. And she was like, <laughs> well, what is that for? And so I explained to her. 
And sure enough, like two weeks later, she was talking to me and she does the air quotes. So I say all that to say that, you know, kids, they just soak it all up. They are. And you got to be careful. When you say soak it all up, I guess that's that's the thing about being a parent. Mm -hmm. Like there is no perfect parent. You're right. Like, but you do have to be cautious of sometimes the way you move because, right, your child is watching your every move yeah. and you are such a huge influence and I have to you know I don't listen to my trap music until my daughter is out the choir you know because <laughs> she'll be like oh and even sometimes she'll get in my Pandora and be like mom who would you listen to I'm like oh uh-uh, let's put it on Mary Mary like no I was not <laughs> or let's put on Najee please <laughs> we go keep it calm I don't turn up like that but you know that was my old days yeah. um but you know I think that there is no traditional, like even like I mentioned mother figures, because there is no traditional um, route to being a mother like yeah. back in the day. Um, I think, like I said, there's so many aunties and so many, um, you know, sister friends. And, and there's no that, perfect age. I'm finding, I mean, I personally don't want to be 55 trying to have a baby, yeah. but you see it. Right. You see yeah. it. So for me, no, I'm not going to be 55 by then. I'll hopefully be retiring, traveling, and then, you know, I'll be there, that rich auntie to somebody. And, um, but like you, like I was getting ready to say, there is no traditional role. Like your mother, like you're a mother figure to Chloe and the other, um, you know, young girls in our lives, mm-hmm. um, because that's just the character that you take on. Absolutely. And even these days, you know, like a lot of women, I don't know if you ever feel the pressure of people yes, asking you, you I know, do. now that you're in, you know, your season thirties where I people do. are questioning, you know, are you going to have a kid? Do you think that that's something that people should ask women? Um, do you think it can be offensive? Cause um, I would find that when I was married, not that it was offensive, but the pressure that people put, especially if you are married to people, ask you, when you're having kids, when it would be like, dang, can we live our best life? And sometimes the people that's asking you that, like, you got kids and you ain't always sleeping all that happy. So why are you hanging out? Let me me go in my own Um, path to motherhood. Like to answer your question. I would say at times it can be offensive. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say in particular in a professional setting, for example, when you're working in corporate, even though a lot of the companies that I've worked at, like pretty much startup type companies, Mm -hmm. um, they don't say it, but their preference is to really get people on board that don't have children, especially Mm -hmm. when I was younger, because Mm -hmm. I mean, they can work you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that you can sit at this desk from 9 a.m. to 10 or 12 at night, you know, um, but I think that it can be offensive because you really don't know one situation, right? And I think I learned That's this. True. I learned yeah, this a couple yeah. couple years ago, and it was actually with a friend, mm-hmm. and I hadn't spoken to this friend in a little while, and you know they were married, and I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "So, how's everything going? You know, do you guys want to have kids?" And there was she was with another friend, and the other friend jumped in and was like, mm-hmm. "Do you want kids?" Oh, wow. Right. I was, like, <laughs> first all, I was like, well, first of all, who's the other friend? I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, me, I'm learning and I'm wiser and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, doing all that. And so I was like, yeah, I do. I absolutely do. Like, you know, this is what I want. Da, 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 da. And so I laid it down. But I soon found out like a couple months later, the reason why her friend jumped in mm-hmm. is because she had something medically going on mm-hmm. that I did not know. But I was... I was asking from a place like, I'm so happy to be like back friends with you. Like what's, I wanted to get caught up. And so I guess in, 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 in that respect, it was offensive to her because something had went on, but I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
you know, people ask me, do you want to have kids, especially family members, especially depending on where they're located. You know, they always feel like, families. oh, like, my God, you're supposed to have a house full of house kids and not kids. something wrong. Like, it feels like <laughs> defective, right? right? It's like, I, no, ma'am, like, no, ma'am. And even if that, that is the case, be don't sensitive. approach me like that. That's right. Be sensitive. Be empathetic. Right. Um, have emotionally intelligent, be emotionally intelligent. You know, in in those respects, because you don't know what a woman might have going on. So, um, I mean, I've personally been through that where people have asked me, do you want kids? Do you want to be married? And it's like those real questions like, yes. And, you know, the day and age that we live in is just a different time than our parents um, uh, day and age. Like straight out of high school, most people's um, the goal was find your mate and start a family. Now that, you know, women are just as independent as men, they're, you know, ambitious, go-getters, head of households, we have a little bit more freedom to hold off, right, on childbearing. And like you said, it could be several factors, like, especially for Black women, we deal with things like fibroids and and all type of fertility issues that you never really know if that's something that um, a woman feels comfortable talking about. And so I've learned that as well. Um, you know, asking women or putting pressure on women, like you need to have a kid. And, you know, it's different, you know, if you're having that conversation amongst your sister circle and mm-hmm. you have that type of intimate relationship with that woman, right? That they feel comfortable sharing that with you. And mm-hmm. so that's why I say that just a random person out the blue or someone yeah. that you usually don't have dialogue with yeah. that with. And no, we, to your point, uh, this was the person that I was talking about was not a random person. We had been so friends for 10 years plus. Yelling at somebody. Are you have well you don't even know my situation. Right. And um and you know I, I because it's Mother's Day and I'll just share that and this will probably a, another topic just talking about even you know fertility or childbearing yeah um even for myself so like I said I knew like purposely waited until later in my career but um a year before having my daughter and interestingly two years after having my daughter I actually had two ectopic pregnancies that's something As we talk about Mother's Day, let's never forget there are a lot of women that do not want to become mothers, and that is okay. So that brings me to my opinion on the prospect of the United States overturning decades of abortion rights. My opinion, it's my body, my choice. One of the reasons why I stand firm on pro-choice is because I believe that no one should have the right to make a decision about what a woman wants to do with her body. There is no one size fits all. There are many situations that women are in where they may need to make that decision of abortion. Sometimes women are in situations where they're not financially, mentally, or even sometimes it's based on a medical decision. So with that being said, I believe a woman has a right to make the decision about her body. That um, most women um, probably don't talk about, because I would probably say when things like that happen to you, um, it can make you feel a little bit defective, right? Mm -hmm. But in both situations, I was not planning to have a child. Sure, (laughs) sure. So it happened 
a year before my daughter and I was finishing my last year of school and it was like, whoa, went to the doctor. It's like, oh, did you know? Yeah, it was like, okay, well, I guess God, if this is my time. I mean, like I knew after that year that I graduated mm-hmm. from grad school that I was going to, you know, my husband at the time, we're talking about plan- right. family planning. So it was like, well, if it happens a year before, we'll just go with it. And then, um, you know, the type of pregnancy happened. And then I had my daughter in two years after had a, uh, what do you call it? IUD. Yeah. And went and the IUD was misplaced and found out same situation. Yeah. Those so, IUDs are dangerous. I had an IUD too. It was kind of like mind blowing because it was like one minute you immediately prepare. I guess I'm having this unexpected pregnancy and yeah. I guess I'll roll with it because it's God's prayer. And then that, and then, you know, the plan totally gets cut. Like, nope, that's not happening. Yeah. And so that's a lot of emotion that I would say a woman would go through. So anytime a woman loses a child, no matter if it was immediate, some women, it happens during birth, right? Some may have it five or six months into it. So we have to be very sensitive to that because you don't know what's Okay, so PSA, right. stop asking women, <laughs> especially if you don't have that type of relationship with them, right. do you want kids? Right. Because they very well just may really, right. really want children and can't have children. Right. So stop doing that. Now, if you if you know someone like that, if it's a family, if it's a good friend, there's ways, there's a tone that you can take. Hey, what are you thinking? Would you want to have kids? Do you right. like kids? Do right. you would you want to adopt? Like, what are you thinking? Like, there's mm-hmm. a way to kind of ask it, and, and without seeming like you're prying or mm-hmm. without seeming like you're judging, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, oh wow, you're 37, you don't have kids yet. Right. It's like. And Don't so the, that. I say that. that because even after my daughter, people would ask that question, are you having more children? And at oh, that God. time I had just <laughs> the freshly, first one. <laughs> oh my God. So, the first one wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dang, like, why y'all on me like this? <laughs> you know, I've had one Get child, it, you know, I'm trying to work through this. I mean, then the, 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 the failed pregnancy happened after that next thing you know i'm on my way to divorce so it's like you don't even know what i'm going through to ask personal questions like that like let's right. be sensitive and give people um their personal space unless yeah. you have that relationship and yeah. so but you know god has blessed me with one beautiful child and you know i have no regret regrets because to be honest with you i've <laughs> on a busy day i don't even know if i could manage two or three additional children yeah so it works like my daughter mm-hmm. rolls with me she's just she 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 knows what the program is and we do mm-hmm. what we do and so i'll be like thank you god that i got this one and we got our our system and together, i and, and we i do what we do and i admire my niece's <laughs> lifestyle i'm like girl you have no idea you have your own room <laughs> You have like, <laughs> well, we shared, no play. Okay, yes, you did. <laughs> and I mean, just everything is just like on point, you know, and she's, she's happy and she's healthy and I can tell that she's whole. The one thing that I love about <laughs> children is I love listening to children communicate. Right. If you listen to kids, you will know right where they're at. You'll know where they're lacking. You'll know where they mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. And so that's why kids tend to gravitate towards me because I listen, I'm a great listener. And so- um, you know, and a lot of time kids just want to, to be loved and, and want to have love feel shown. Well, adults want to be loved and, and feel protected. <laughs> Baby, feel protected. Protect me. Well, I'm protecting the children. So right? you can come to Auntie Monica. I will make sure you're protected. <laughs> but, but you know, but when you said that, um, 
you listen. Yeah. I think oh, that's one listen. of the key things about being a parent is that, you know, even for myself, you know, my dad's baby, I always make time when I pick my daughter up from school, even if I'm talking on the phone to you or handling some business, I shut it down because she'll jump in and I just kind of watch her move. Watch. Does her, you know, does her expression seem like something happened at school? Mm-hmm. Is she too quiet? Mm-hmm. Is she looking sad or over in, or she wants to share something exciting. So I'm like, tell me your highs and your lows today. Like, Absolutely. how did it go? Sometimes it might take, sometimes she'll immediately get off and you know my girl don't mind chattering she'll tell me everything mm-hmm. and sometimes it take a little while and I'll kind of as a mom that's one thing about moms we have this instinct because mom was like that with us mm-hmm. she knew when something even as an adult my mama knew when something went right and I Absolutely. could be straight acting like I'm good I'm good she's like okay I'm gonna give you some time right and that's something that's so beautiful that God gives you as a mother to have that instinct feeling about intuition your child, right when something isn't right mm-hmm. something is great you know mm-hmm. they don't even have to tell you and i can pick that up about her and she did it the other day you know for a long time I'm like what happened to nothing 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 everything was quick nothing <laughs> she was so quiet finally later by the time dinner time came mm-hmm. i'll ask her again so tell me that now she was like well something did happen at school today. oh yeah i, I knew it remember know. i told you i said i told you i knew something happened and it was just a beautiful thing because i'm like i'm so glad that i've learned to you know even out of my busy life to still put time to give my daughter the space to be open and be vulnerable and be transparent with me. And so not to say that, you know, I'm trying to be on your level as your friend all the time, but I also want to create a safe space that you can come to me with mm-hmm. anything and I'll be the one to guide you. You don't need, because, you know, kids go out in the world and get guided by any and everybody. Even these That's days, right. kids at school trying to guide your child That's and right. teach them things. And I'm like, let me, I want to hone in and take a listen to see what are you learning well that i mean we've been through that right? yeah and, and that's like, no, a, no, no, no that's know, a so good I example know who's teaching your children mm-hmm. i'm not even talking about teachers like i say these kids these days can their peers <laughs> they could be just as worse as the adults so it ain't always protecting your child against the adults you better watch the kids that your well child one thing about. you have to get in their mind and just briefly because i want to start talking about my mother mm-hmm. um but this is a story i remember on um New Year's Day this year, I gathered up some kids and a, a male friend of mine told him to bring his daughter. And, you know, I'm like, let's go ice skating, right. you know. And so we all go ice skating. So, of course, we're done. And all the little girls are like, I want to ride with you. Oh, you was the cool one. Oh, yeah. They're like, I want to ride. So I'm like, okay, well, how many is it? Okay, we got three. Okay, okay. You might I got the SUV. Monica yeah. got the cool two, two-seater. I got the two-seater. So I'm like, okay, three I'm little like, girls. How are we going to do this? Okay, okay. Two in the back, one in the front. Even though you probably shouldn't be in the front, but whatever. And so, you know, I turn up the music just slightly, but they're, oh, they are just talking, just talk, 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 talk. So I'm listening, but I'm letting them do their thing. And, you know, because now I'm going to gauge where they're at Mm -hmm. because I need to hear these conversations. So if I need to course correct, right, Mm -hmm. Auntie Monica's going to course correct. And so they are just talking and the song came on. Ooh, they start popping and singing and this and that. So I'm trying to listen to the lyrics because lyrics are important too, Mm -hmm. because as we know, media will teach your kids some stuff that they never knew. Um, And so, you know, I say all that to say is mothers, mother figures, aunties, auntie figures, just listen to the kids that you will figure out where they're at through their conversation. And you can course correct because we have to correct our own. We don't let the world do it. We correct our own. And so um, I just love it. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm talking about my mama. (laughs) Stay tuned. 
to all of our motherless children, may the love of the Divine Mother soothe your sorrow and dry your tears. I offer my piece of that energy to you now with all my heart. May you be certain that the mommy who gave you life wanted you to live and to thrive. She watches over you still. Welcome, welcome, listeners. So we're back. We're happy back. Heavenly Mother's Day, Mom. Yes, yes. And um, just for anybody that's just tuning in, today we are honoring our beautiful mothers, our mother figures, and just really discussing the journey to motherhood and just the maternal bonds that women have on the family, on society, within the community. Like I said, there's no traditional route to motherhood you can be a mother to anybody and you know Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day the role of the mother is to be the nurturer to be that protector to um guide Mm -hmm. right and just give us that that confidence right that Mm -hmm. we can conquer the world that we are enough and so um but one thing that I know sometimes even as mother and mother figures right Sometimes we also need that as well. And so that's why today we are uplifting, inspiring, just saying thank you and celebrating all the beautiful women in the world that have shared that um, with the people that's close to you in your circle. Yeah. And so, you know, our mother um, suddenly passed away two years ago. And I mean, my mother was the best. And, and I'm not just saying this because she was my mother, but I mean, pretty much any family member, any friend that you ask, they will have the same conversation. I can remember during my mother's funeral, people that we hadn't even known came up to us and they're like, (laughs) it was just the same storyline. Your mom was so sweet. She was so giving. She loved her children. She all she talked about was her granddaughter is this Miss Chloe. And I'm finally getting a chance to meet you because that's all she talked about. And my mom was just an all around positive person. Like she really... Like, I aspire to be like her when I grow up. Like, she was just a genuine person. Like, she was the real. She, she you know, she, she would keep it real. Her. And, and even when I even think about it, it's so funny because we're sisters and we get into our little chatty mode and <laughs> this happened and that happened. But my mother, I don't ever remember my mother being a gossiper, ever. I never remember my mother bashing another woman. She's that just positive. was not, yeah. that was just not her personality. Like, she was just up and at it. And, she would always tell the stories that, you know, some people, negative family members, would always ask her, you know, why are you smiling all the time? Mm-hmm. Why are you why always so happy? happy? Right. And she was like, girl, I am happy because I got God in my life. Like, I'm that's, welcome. I'm blessed. Yeah. And and it's just like, I can go on and on and I can get emotional. But I mean, my mother was everything. Like, you know, you guys are YouTube University, Oprah University about master classes and about <laughs> mental state. My mom was doing that when we were young kids. I can remember being a seven-year-old and my mom just telling me that you cannot be weak. I don't want any weak links in my tribe. And what she meant by that was Mm -hmm. mentally. That's right. It wasn't really necessarily physical. Mm -hmm. It was about your mind. Mm -hmm. Because she said, if anybody can penetrate your mind, that's it. It's over for you. So that's why you have to be strong. You have to exercise your mental strength because that's all you have. And and I love that I just, you know, ugh, I know we've talked about miss her so much because I'm like just the um, the mental strength that she displayed wanted us to always um, maintain Embodied, has yeah. definitely helped me 
as even in my uh, where I am right now, mm-hmm. you know, it helped me deal with her passing. <laughs> Because like I say, you know, at the time there was a lot going on in my life. It helped me get through my divorce. It helped me get through like, even my mom was like my number one bestie. She helped me with my daughter. She was one of the very few people outside of like my sister that I trusted with my daughter. Like I would go travel for work. I knew my mom had it and I I trusted her. So when all that, my it seemed like my world went upside down when that happened. Um, But I had to keep, you know, every day, even though I felt, you know, sad was grieving i just had to stand on god and i'm like i'm so glad that she gave us that foundation very early on you know my mom um raised us in church and so you know sometimes growing up you don't always you don't understand that you're gonna need that later in life mm-hmm. so sometimes i was like oh you're so straight we can't do this we can't do that but to this day i'm like thank you mom for giving me the foundation to stand on god because without him without you know her um her guidance of mm-hmm. what she gave to us i don't think i would be able to get as far as i am through they really keep pushing forward mm-hmm. you know so many people would have given up when you think about it. i'm glad like i say so many days i'm glad i don't look like what i've been through thank mm-hmm. you god mm-hmm. because you know but god you know and just my mother so every day I, I just give her thanks for all that she sacrificed my mother sacrificed a lot she not even just within our family but she was mm. the one yes she air was. quotes as chloe would ask the one in her family she was the rock of the Johnson family and you know even even to the point that when my father passed away him and her were still best friends she was there by his side after all that they had been through because they had grew up together as teens you know they went through Mm -hmm. you know having a a child at a teenage getting married young you know living the high life of purchasing property losing it all gaining you know just going through that they still found a way to be friends because they had something to stand on which was their children and so seeing how my mother moved with such grace and such class is something that I, i i hope to be able to um show her as well that i like to move with grace in class because that's what i know yeah. and i and i thank my mom for that she know? was just a very respected individual like yeah. and she, she would was help just, anybody she to be would honest. help any, she would give her last to you like yeah. that's just who she was and, <laughs> and she was like, well, mom, so why are you doing that and she was like she was no so i'm blessed. not worried about it god will give it back to me and it was like you you know sometimes even the people she would help i was like i don't even know if they always treated you but my mom was like no if god you know she had a discerned mm-hmm. spirit and god moved in her in so many ways that she knew she was like i'm not moving on behalf of my flesh when god tell me to move i'm gonna move yeah. i'm gonna do just that but she was blessed you know we went through things as she went through things as a single mom raising us but one thing we never lacked was love Mm-mm. my mom gave us everything that she could within her power she sacrificed so much yeah <laughs> she sacrificed yeah. and she wanted to see us win yeah and her thing her main thing was she was building confidence in that foundation yeah. in the home and I'm so because grateful. she knew yeah she knew that once you get out in the world you're gonna get torn down right because that's just the that's just the nature of good and evil like that is going to happen and so she knew that i'm building my girls up right here in this home and i just you know to have that experience i I know so many people that wish they had a mother that they could talk to that they can really talk to about anything we can talk to our mother about anything and she will be open and she would really give you sound advice i mean even that was the one thing too even just about even your ex-husband is like no that is my mom like still to this day if if you were blessed to be in the presence of my mother yeah she was an unforgettable person and she just you know she 
just shine through like her she energy did. just always lit up a room because she was always positive and not to say she didn't go through negative things in her right. life but she always looked at the positive side the silver lining of every situation she yeah. was like god's gonna pull pull me through like yeah. i'm not worried about it you yeah. know he has the final say and so you know to lose her abruptly was definitely devastating but at the end of the day you know i think we move saying that we're still going to live life because we're still here we're going to honor her every day mm -hmm. and you know my mom yes probably the reason why we're even still pushing through with trying to be change agents being entrepreneurs ladies that's walking with grace and style because that's what my mother did and speaking of grace and style i mean she was a classy woman you know what my mom would always say girl when you got it you got it you don't have to say you don't have to say nothing you don't have to say nothing that's what she you don't have to say nothing because it's all over you it you embody you embody it so you don't have to mention nothing people will know that you have class people will know that people will know that you're a god-fearing woman you don't have to say nothing and so uh, my mom was just, she was a very outgoing individual, just very outgoing. Um, and one thing I would even uh, say, even just where we are with this podcast, and we're going to wrap here in just a minute, because, um, you know, mom, when we started uh, H&TT, we did the documentary, you know, we had our ups and downs with the business. And sometimes like, well, why are we doing this? And mom was like, no, you know, what God placed in you guys to be able to use your voice and to use the platform, you guys are going to go far. She she would say that to us on the days we were like, let's just drop it all. And mm -hmm. she was definitely our number one. Uh, supporter and fan of what we're doing and so even the platform that we're using today with invisible women i tip hats off to my mother to encourage us to keep you know uplifting yeah. inspire even if it's just one woman young girl one family one man to keep doing what you're doing you know when god when you're chosen you're chosen right yes. and so that's what we're going to keep doing and we thank you guys for all the supporters and, and message to all of our ladies out there that are motherless on this Mother's Day um, and speaking specifically to my sister friend who recently lost her mother we love you just remain encouraged it won't get easier because you'll always have that hole in your heart I mean I was just riding in the car yesterday or no I take that back I was out at um, having a late lunch and it was a place that my mom liked to go to and I started crying I was just sitting there drinking my drink and I started crying so it never goes away because every little thing will remind you of your yeah, mom I mean you, you had triggered. your mom for 20 30 40 50 years of your life it, every little thing will remind you but you will get through just know that she is watching over you remember the things that she instilled in you and just go on and pay it forward to someone else even if you don't have your own children pay it forward to another little girl you know pay it forward to another little um another little boy you know and so and even if you're alone and you don't even have that support right now there's, yeah there's many um uh groups and organizations that you can join to get that um you know like mentorship you know mm -hmm. because even as adult women sometimes we still seek that and everybody don't have that within their family That's you know true. i know a lot of young ladies that you know either grew up in the foster care system and mm -hmm. they don't really have that type of um support around them and yeah. so i would just say reach out and, and seek um and it, so you can get that encouragement because we all need it and to my ladies don't be afraid don't be um don't feel as though you can't join a circle just find a circle that fits for that you, you because it is okay to have a sisterhood because we all need that and and don't 
you know, don't feel like, oh, are they going to judge me or is this going to be a gossipy group? Put all that in the back of your mind because you might get into a group that might be the best thing that ever happened to you. So don't be afraid to join those sister circles. Don't be afraid to listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, and lastly, I want to say to there, like I said before, there is no perfect mother. You know, I, I've had, I've been around some women where they might have had negative experience with their mother. And sometimes we have to give a little bit of grace mm-hmm. because we don't know what our mothers have been through in their life. You don't know what their mother's mother was to them. And they only can give you what they had, you know. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes we have to be a little sympathetic to that um, and just be thankful that they brought you into this world, right? And then you can be the one to break the generational curse and make the change and that you want to see for the next generation or you want to give to the world. So, you know, let's not continue to use that excuse. Well, my mom never did this to me. My mom never. Well, what would you like to see? And if you don't even know, that's why I said seek a resource, seek a mentor, someone that you feel is inspiring that can be positive influence in your life to teach you, to guide you on that path to being the best woman you can be, to being the best mother that you can be or being the best mother figure that you can be because mm-hmm. we're mothers to society period. there you go we're there you go to society period yes. you know even especially for black women i mean we we carry the word of the world on our shoulders and the community looks for us to continue to nurture build and inspire yes so leaving with that happy mother's day to all of our mothers even if you don't have a child you are still a mother yes and to all the strong women may we know them way we may we be them Love you all. Continue to honor and uplift our women on Mother's Day and every day. Have a great weekend.